Alright, so, <laughs> three days now, I'm on what's probably way too much Benadryl. Um, I've read the box, I've seen the instructions, completely confident in my choices, and uh, the results are odd. So, the, I don't know, let's say poison ivy, let's say allergic reaction, I don't know, When did you ever have the allergy test? They do like 800 fucking little pokes in your arm and the ones that get red or how red they get determine like your allergy we lost count okay so stupid shit with enough um contact i will have the hives i once had the hives for close to three months consecutive days now i don't know if you understand consecutive but it's one after the motherfucking other <laughs> Oh my god. Cat Williams. Hysterical. Find it and watch it. Alright? So, anyway. Benadryl. Necessity. My point is, I'm sitting here. So that means, like, I I don't even know if you get this. Weird sleep. Because Benadryl, no matter how you do it, makes you drowsy. I don't care. And it's funny because I thought, like, Benadryl can't get me. But... It can. So, and then to just be awake and, like, fully functional in that. It's a weird place. I don't I don't know how to get you there, and I don't suggest you go there. Um, but after this experience, um, I realized that <laughs> life is, like, rolling down a hill, but not... In a, in a, like, don't think Indiana Jones, like, oh shit, rock, hell. No, it's kind of like, why would you want to roll a rock up a hill as a, um, signification of your journey, your hard journey? You work hard, push this rock up to the top of the hill, and then I don't know, it's on the hill. I don't know if that makes sense, but think about that. That's kind of what they make getting to the top of the hill feel like but in the present moment of life with no emotional attachment to the past only observing it now in a lens that suggests learning emotions so things that have happened in the past have made you feel ways Good or bad, happy or sad, whatever the fuck feelings you want to list. I'm not the doctor's office with the fucking scale, with the smiley faces. You know, you remember that. And it teaches you how to acknowledge that in the present. That's what that was. That's what all that is. So every time that you're in the present, if you even get the opportunity to be in the present... You can't be thinking about the past in every interaction. So you, you know, something comes up and it's similar to something that happened in the past. And you're like, this is how I felt then. This is how I feel now. That's bad. You should never have such an emotional reaction to the present because of the past that you can't function through like why is it causing you to reanimate 
that feeling, you know? When you see something that you dislike and you remember why you dislike it, all of a sudden you can think of every reason why you dislike this thing in that moment. But (laughs) you knew that you disliked it because that's how you feel right now, you know? And if that's what you're feeling every time and then there's a pattern to that feeling so that you can see this is what happens and then that makes me angry and it's happening again and again and again, you have to consciously choose how you want your life to be. Everything in and around your life, you put there. You allow that to be there. And that's important to learn as young as possible that everything that you do and think and want and take and have is because you wanted it. So if it's making you feel a type of way, address it face to face and then recognize your own patterns. Why do you chase that? Why do you need what they have or what it has or what, whatever? Why do you need that sensation even though you know it's going to lead to this one? Where did you stop thinking along that line that instead of avoiding it, you now travel it most often? You notice around you, you don't like your job, you don't like your spouse, you don't like your friends, you don't like your feet, you don't like your fucking coffee table, whatever the fuck the case is. The point is, you put that there. So when you think of your entire life till now and you realize that everything in front of you you put there everything behind you is done so now why in the world would you think about any of that going forward that to me symbolizes pushing a rock up a hill why would I do that why not wake up every single day and roll down the hill and see what the fuck happens like you could fly and you're a rock so you'll land quite nicely but you could fly you've gone down a hill you've been on a roller coaster you've been on a sled and if you haven't it you've maybe fallen down the stairs but like not as painful you know Painful would be if while you were pushing that rock up the hill, fighting through all this stuff that, you know, you keep putting in front of you like a fucking rock on top of a hill. You're an asshole. You know, that's painful if you slip because that rock's going to roll over you and kill you. And, you know, like when I picture this in my head, I picture like a little stick figure, you know, on a line that's going up like a hill, rolling a ball. Um, and then he trips and it's funny, but then the ball rolls over him and he's dead. Uh, so yeah, that doesn't seem like a good option, but this is what people are learning and doing. This is 
this can be applied to any aspect of life. Like, I don't know. I left a position that gave me status and pride. And I wholeheartedly chose to be a server. (laughs) I could tell like three stories right now about how people tried to play me. (laughs) Um for being a fucking server, right? And you know what? The the maybe it was strategically thought out in my subconscious or maybe not. I don't know. What is inevitably true is when I decided I needed to pursue happiness while still maintaining my lifestyle, I allowed myself 3 months on Merca's <laughs> little dollar, you know, during the the scariest times our country had ever seen, <clears throat> COVID, to explore my true desires. What do I want to do with my time in exchange for money? And, you know, all throughout my life, I've done so many different jobs. And I, I've heard numerous times, you know, the more jobs on your resume doesn't look good. But you know what? <laughs> I've been working since I'm like fucking, what, 14? Yep, 14. And I've had a lot of jobs. In between, I've tried college. I've tried, you know, um, vocationary. What is that shit? Is it still called vocationary? I don't know. You know, shit like that. Shit you can do in less than college, you know? Still make good money. I've explored my options my entire life. So that's not exactly... Um, poor job resume, that's, I got a lot of skills, trying all my skills. And, you know, on that ladder, finding, you know, maintaining a lifestyle is budgeting and conscious decisions and, you know, just real, real life shit, but still being able to live my life because I've noticed in all the time that I've worked no matter what my job title no matter what my pay no matter what it does consume a lot of my time it's a huge part of my life it's what I do in exchange time for money and I don't know if you live in America but everything here is fucking expensive And it really has no boundaries. There's no like, okay, you know, this is where that will stay forever. That's not realistic in America, which is so funny because America loves a good monopoly. So (laughs) having to give, send, I want to say send so much of my time in exchange for money just to be able to live my life seems ridiculous to me so my mindset is at a constant present moment i have no time for the past because i'm so fucking astounded (laughs) by how the fuck the world spins like what is going on here nothing from my past has any, like, debilitating fucking 
cripplization of me. Like, I, I can't even think of... <laughs> I can. How many examples of, like, a miserable experience. And yet, I can still see how that molded me and move forward with it. So, like, the fact that the entire population is so willing to just exchange time for money and then sacrifice their freedom the time they get to spend the money they are subjected to such constrictive ideas and living in such a manipulated present where none of the past even makes sense and we're just driving through evolution on this fucking wicked ride that has no fucking end in sight except for disaster (laughs) so with that in mind I want to sit with myself and say like what do you want to do next and then I want the option the opportunity the freedom to try it and see if it works you know like why should that be scary so you know when i got covid and it lasted three whole months because that's what the doctor said was possible i felt like wow i could have died mysteriously by covid and yet i lived and emerged from that severe fucking infection of of disease you know and i survived almost sudden death i didn't want to waste one minute of my time so i sat with that and said like what can i do what have i done what have i done that i loved like ever Pros and cons of every work experience along with what jobs I have even yet to explore. All right. What are we looking at? I must have applied to like 50 random fucking jobs on Indeed and at least 100. And I had no idea like how to do that job. But I understood what they wanted based on the information they provided. And then like Google, of course. You know, and in all of that wandering, this is three solid months consecutive. (laughs) You got to watch that skit. That shit is hilarious. Um, I had no idea. So, uh, you know, um, I got a lot of callbacks. Most of them I just ignored because, one, I didn't remember applying for that job. And two, I probably didn't really want it. I just wanted to see if I could get it. You know, um, some of them I, I answered, you know, because I'm nosy. I want to see what it's, what it's about. Um, but it just it didn't attract me. I didn't want to do that. Like, I'm not, I don't want to do that. <laughs> Never mind. Thanks. I don't need this job. You know what it's like to say that to someone? <laughs> no, thanks. You know what? This is not for me. I've 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 hired people personally. I hired you. You're hired. I pick you. Right. And. As soon as they left the office, I would turn to, like, you know, the people who gave me permission to say, you're hired. 
um, and say, I bet you two weeks. And they'd be like, oh, stop that. You can't go into it negative. And I'm like, no, like, you know, you, you, you love a good resume. You really do. But do you ever actually listen to what the person is saying, telling you, um, you know, but it's whatever you, you, you do and you don't. So, you know, <laughs> it, nothing really caught me, you know, and then my mind just said serving. So I went for it and I was lucky, you know, I mean, am I lucky? I never leave on bad terms. So, you know, it is what it is. Right. So I was lucky enough to have a place to return to and even luckier that my best friend works there. And that's also where I met my best friend. So it was, it's very nostalgic in a sense. Not that I was holding on to an, an emotion, right? Because I'll, I'll be honest, like, I don't even remember working there. I, I remember training. And then I remember the parking lot because I have a picture. Um, <laughs> I remember the racks and how they go. And it, I'm still very OCD about that. But whatever, it's just like, but no, like, core memories of like, oh, remember that chat we had, you know, by 34 uh, over dogs? Like, I don't know. I don't remember any of that shit. It was all useless. It means nothing to me now. Think of the expression, if you're not mad in five minutes, will you be mad in five years? Or however the fuck that goes. I don't know. It's probably copyrighted, but I don't follow copyright. And, and think about how, like, imagine this second. You're not going to be mad five seconds from now think that way think that way think like what the fuck does this matter to me every time something's happening and it's 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 lucky that's that's not lucky you know okay but whatever i don't know you get it or you don't i i think when i decided for serving my, my my feeling if we're gonna you know keep following the story um something about people i fucking love it i don't know you know maybe i'm an alien even um even when they don't act right i still find it like so amusing to observe like how people treat each other and and behave and like you know just say the things that are going on in your head out loud and you won't feel so crazy all the time but nobody wants to do that but I'm, I'm obsessed with it like I love it so you know like as a server when I'm taking their orders and I'm, I'm watching them decide or discuss it as if I'm not even fucking standing there or the menu's not in English like I don't know or their language for that matter it, it, English is not the original language so it could be anyone's and that's me trying to not be racist or bilingual or no bilingual would mean I know to you know what I'm saying? Um, I love when they fucking, they need my opinion or my thoughts because <laughs> I, I'm i not going to lie. I don't know what half of this shit is. <laughs> These people order the same shit all the time anyway. I memorize those. And some of those, I'm still making shit up about how it tastes. But no one has ever said to me that shit you said to me wasn't true so it's like i literally read the description of the food out loud to you so that i know what it is and to make you feel stupid but at the core of that i have no idea what's in the santa salad like i don't fucking know you read the menu you picked it i've never even seen it that i'm aware of 
And yet you want me to tell you what it tastes like? Bro. (laughs) And they look dead at you. Serious. And it's like, all right, I'm going to make some shit up then. (laughs) But (laughs) something about that I'm good at. (laughs) So... You know, it's it's fun for me. I love I love when they don't even want to talk to me. <laughs> they just want to get what they came for. I love that too. Like, cause I'm I'm thinking about you, even though you're not thinking about me. I am a creeper, but not in a creepy way. Um, I wonder if I can ever take that statement back. <laughs> um, I love when it fucking gets busy and everything is moving so fast, and it's like, you know, so fast that you can see what's being forgotten so much better because it's still you know like what the only cons okay because there can be no you know perfect story and this is this is something that i've i'm introduced to um after i've began again because i haven't served in fucking i don't know like years i'm not i don't even know it's been a lot of years right like waitressing serve um So, it's not in any comparison to the pros. Like, this is the one thing, and it's almost sad if you really listen. So, like, I don't like when people hog your time. That's my only quarrel with serving, and it's not even so much to do with serving. It's it's whatever is in that person. It's it's like, uh, you know, typically described as a regular, but, like, not the ones the regulars they come for your your showman your showmanship like they they like what you're doing out there it's and they're still getting good service and you're good entertainment and it's 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 good the offers on the table they're taking it real regulars outweigh this selfish thing that some people do like that i want that for myself type thing you know where it's it's if I don't get it I'm gonna complain how about that and it's like wow you know the real ones they know this is your livelihood they know people pay you extra to make their paid meal an experience they want to sit with you and give you money but if you can't stay long like you did when this bond formed they understand and they enjoy that other people get to experience that while still enjoying your service just maybe not without so much ship. You know what I mean? I like to breeze past a table, pick up a drink, drop off a fresh one. Don't got to say nothing. The little things like, I know what you need. And even though I can't talk to you like I just talked to fucking Nancy and Bob for a half hour straight while you needed a fucking soda. That's why. Because Nancy and Bob are dickheads. You understand? And some people can see you're busy. And want the same precision service and entertainment of a chat for that fucking 29 minutes. They are greedy. But that's okay. Because if it were always just the pros, it wouldn't be a job. I tell people, this is my retirement plan. I want to grow old, just waiting tables, bullshitting with the locals, and the strangers passing by. It's good exercise excuse me, it's good human interaction. And it reminds you to be mindful. I'm not a career waitress. I'm not an uneducated woman. I'm not bitter when the tables never stop rolling in. We all say it. 
damn, when are they locking the fucking doors? Or, what the fuck? Table 4 is fucking crazy, and this kid doesn't stop drinking soda. He's like a fucking vacuum. And the other one cries, like, just to cry. Who the fuck brings a kid out who cries just to cry? Did you really think they were going to learn not to just to cry in the fucking restaurant with 80 people trying to eat and it's hot and it's cold and where's my ranch? Fuck your ranch, Nancy. You know what I mean? Take fucking little Bobby home and teach him how to be outside. Jesus Christ. But that doesn't mean I hate my job. (laughs) That's kitchen talk. That's expressing how these people are making us feel. It's fun. They're fucking weirdos. Some of them are awesome. Some of them are fucking robots. Some of them are aliens. It doesn't matter. It's it's kitchen talk. And I will never stop loving that I can make money to bullshit with people and make them feel damn good they spent their hard-earned money in exchange for a meal and a chat. And I did that. And I chose that. And I have zero regrets. My life is 99% happier. My pursuit has been pursued and can now evolve beyond this point. This was what I had hoped my choices would grant me and they have and now it's time to move forward and that's what living in the present is good for so why in the fuck would you want to imagine that as pushing a fucking rock up a hill roll baby roll Because at the end of the day, if you are following in any capacity, you understand what I'm saying by the more shit that you put in front of you and your true happiness, the heavier and harder it is to get up that hill. And it'll always be an uphill battle because you got the friend that you can't trust. You got the job you can't stand. You got the relationship you got questions about. You got parts of yourself you haven't figured out. And these are all weights. They're all weights. And they make happiness the furthest from your current position. Therefore, your present is a constant battle of acquisition for the happiness you think and know you deserve. Why not just look at your life for a good hard minute? And if you can... Do it on the government's dollar because they will sure as fuck do it on yours and take some time to see what makes you happy and put all that shit in front of you, all that happiness in front of you. And then all of a sudden you're not pushing nothing up a hill. You know what I mean? If anything, the happiness is pulling you up the hill because now you want to do the next thing and the next thing. When you're busy worried about how am I going to do this or why doesn't they do that and this and that, you're stuck. You're stuck. You control your happiness. You, nobody else. It starts with you. And after three fucking days of being in an alternate universe in a land called Benadryl and going to work 
each of them days except for the one. But I only didn't go because there was somebody available to go for me. In the days that followed, when there was really nobody who wanted to do that, I did it. And it wasn't difficult. Was I uncomfortable because my skin is itchy and bumpy and I kind of look like I got some sort of problem, you know? But yes. (laughs) And it was very annoying. But it wasn't my job that was annoying. It wasn't my, my responsibilities that were annoying. It was what was affecting my skin, which I found a method to counter that effect on my happiness. And going to work didn't make me any less happy. It, it let me take my mind off of the thing that was bothering me. Now, if I hated my job or if I had the job I had before, that would have been something that would have frustrated me to no end because all I had to do was go to a doctor, show him my body, and he would give me a note that would legally allow me to have no repercussions and not go to that fucking job. But I don't have a job. I have a place I go for fun to make money. And I chose that. So what I'm telling you is, if you don't like something about your life, take Benadryl for three days and observe your shit in slow motion and come to terms with the fact that all these things you don't like, you fucking chose. And then do something about it. Because you're only getting older. And you're only getting less happy. And it's only, it's only becoming what you have to do. Life is becoming what you have to do. When this whole time, you could be doing what you want to do. And look at you. Not doing it. Wake the fuck up. This is what wake the fuck up means. There's no hidden secret to happiness. You look yourself in the mirror. And you ask yourself. Am I happy?